Hi everyone, Diane here, a senior therapeutic weight loss specialist with InStrive, and I'm coming to you today with the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about something that I think is going to be of great interest to many people out there, because uh, I think a lot of us get into this cycle with dieting where we start to feel a little bit like it's impossible for us to lose weight, right? You get on uh, the, the newest fad and maybe you lose a little bit. And then the minute that you stop following it, you start gaining back, or maybe you don't lose anything at all. So today I'm talking to you. If you've been stuck in this cycle and you're looking for answers, we are going to be talking about the top 10 reasons why your diet is not working for you and what to do about it. So we're going to jump into that today, but before we do, I want to remind you of who we are. We are InStrive Fat Loss. You can find us on our website, InStriveFatLoss.com. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or any other social media platform. Uh, lots of great information, guys, on any of those social media platforms, and I would definitely encourage you to like, follow, subscribe, you know, get in on the information that's coming out, especially if you are someone who is looking to lose weight and figure out better ways to improve your health and get that scale heading in the right direction. So absolutely make sure you check us out on all those social media platforms. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you'll definitely want to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. We get into a lot of really awesome topics. We cover not just diet, but also some things about your body chemistry and why certain weight loss programs may not be working for you. Maybe it doesn't have very much to do with what you're putting in your mouth. We can explore that. So go back, check out the good information that's there. Listen to some of those past episodes. And if you are not an InStrive client and you want to find out how to become one, our consultations are absolutely free and you are under no obligation to commit to anything. You can reach out to us on any of our platforms or our website, and we will go ahead and get that free, no obligation consult scheduled for you. Okay, so let's dive right in today. So the top 10 reasons your diet is not working for you and what you can do about it. The first reason that I'm going to say diets fail is people set unrealistic expectations, right? So you're setting the bar really, really high. When you're setting an expectation that's nearly impossible to meet, it's gonna lead to disappointment, it's going to lead to frustration. And what does that lead to, guys? When you're on a diet that you feel like you cannot meet the expectations of, it leads to giving up, right? You just stop, right? You're stopping that diet altogether because I'll tell you, when something feels unattainable for me, chances are high. If I can't hit the mark a couple times trying, I'm going to stop trying. I'm going to realize that, you know, this isn't something I can actually do. So what's the point? I think we get into that a lot. The, the what's the point mindset or the whole, well, I messed it up. So you know, if I messed it up today, what's the point of trying to have a good day tomorrow? I can just push that off until Monday and then I can get back on track. And, you know, I think that also speaks to a number of other things going on with diet when we start doing that whole delaying thing and pushing out, you know, one bad day equals a bad weekend equals a bad week, et cetera. But a lot of that does tie into very high expectations of ourselves. And, uh, you know, I want 
you to feel accountable to yourself, but I want you to feel accountable within a reasonable guideline. Things that you know are going to be really hard to do are probably not the best ways to, uh, you know, align your diet or exercise expectations. Because truthfully, if you're looking at that, when you lay it out, like, wow, this is awesome. This is going to be super effective. I'm going to go to the gym every single day, or I'm going to never eat any sugar ever. I'm going to be so good. I'm never going to cheat. That's a high bar, guys. That's a really high bar. So setting it to something attainable, setting it to something you know you will not let yourself down on, starting small. Those are all good ways to get the ball rolling. You can meet higher expectations for sure as you're meeting some of the smaller ones. So start where you are. If you know that setting a really high diet um, you know, plan that takes a lot of effort is not attainable right now, Maybe just start with changing one bad habit or one bad meal. Maybe start packing your lunch for work instead of going out for fast food. You know, meet yourself where you are. Set realistic expectations and celebrate meeting them with something other than food so that you're really feeling good about your progress. Make promises to yourself you can keep. Don't set that bar so high that you just can't reach it because it's just going to frustrate you and it's just going to lead to you, you know, wanting to kind of backslide and go back to just pretty much eating however you want because you feel defeated. The number two reason is lack of consistency. Consistency is key when it comes to any diet. So if you're not consistent, if you're playing that little game that we do with ourselves where you're like, oh, I ate really good all day, but uh, now I'm tired and I had a long day at work. And so I can, I can eat pretty much whatever I want for dinner. Not a great idea. Um, skipping meals or having cheat meals or cheat days can definitely have a negative impact on your weight loss goal. I like you to plan to be consistent. Again, within those realistic expectations, don't set that bar too high, but plan to be consistent. And then if an inconsistency occurs, don't beat yourself up for it. I mean, it happens, right? Life is life. There's going to be a day that you have a party to go to and the food there is not the food you normally would be eating or your office is having a luncheon for everyone and they ordered everybody pizza. So there's going to be times that you eat something that maybe is not the best diet choice, but being consistent most of the time, I like you to shoot for a 70-30. So if 70% of the time you're able to stay on track and about 30% of the time things slide a little bit, that is still a place where you're doing pretty good. Now, obviously, if you can get that number higher, that's awesome. That 70-30 balance is what we talk to our maintenance clients about as far as how to keep the weight off once they lose it. So for you, you know, during your weight loss effort period, you may want to try to keep that even tighter. But again, do it in a way that's attainable. So if you think 70% of the time fitting, you know, your, your food choices and your exercise choices and all of that into that box is going to work, that's awesome. If you think it's not, though, if you think it's going to be too much for you, try to find a balance that you know will work. But don't go crazy if you slip up. The best thing you can do if there is a, you know, inconsistent day or meal in there 
is just to get right back on track at your next meal. Just do the next right thing. That's the best thing I can tell you guys. Don't push it off for a couple days or a weekend or think, oh man, I screwed up. So now it's, you know, just going to be messed up. There's no point. Just get back on track at your next meal. Number three, over restricting. This is a big one. I hear this a lot. Restricting too many foods can be really hard to stick to. And that can lead to binge eating. That can lead to sabotaging your diet. That can lead to a very slow metabolic system, which we're going to get into in the next one. But over restricting is again, making it impossible for you to succeed. And it's not good for you. It's really not good for you. A little known fact about weight loss and primarily fat loss is that to burn fat, you don't need to eat less. You really don't. You need to eat more of the right things. You need to eat a good balance of the right foods to create an environment within your body that's fat loss friendly. And that really, that's what we do here at Instrive. When you meet with us and we do your consultation and we start laying out for you your plan, one of the biggest things that we're going to talk about is that balance in your diet, that backbone you know, a diet plan of your food options that will get your body to start metabolizing better, to start burning fat as its primary energy source, and to automatically be using fat for fuel all day, every day. So it's really about eating more of the right foods that promote that metabolic growth than it is over restricting or, or cutting yourself down to almost nothing. The fourth one is not enough calories. And it's funny because we just did a live episode on TikTok yesterday, um, Dr. Jamie and I, about calories and cutting back too far and also why calories are not the biggest thing that you need to be looking at. So here's the deal with not enough calories. Cutting calories, yes. Okay, people always are talking about Oh, if you want to lose weight, you've got to eat less. You've got to cut calories. You, you've got to exercise more, right? We've all heard that a million times. Taking in less calories than you expend. That's pretty much the recipe for weight loss, right? However, that is a flawed theory because it's not factoring in all of the other parts of your metabolic system that have a tie to that calorie count. So if I'm cutting back my calories and I'm cutting back my calories a lot, what's going to happen is my body is going to realize there's a lot less energy because the calorie is energy coming in and it's going to go, okay, wait a minute, something's happening here and I'm not getting a whole lot every day. And so in order to preserve myself and not have a problem, I better slow down this person's metabolism. I better burn a whole lot less calories at rest because I don't want to risk losing too much weight too quickly. I don't want to be in trouble. I don't want to, you know, risk my life or my health. So I'm going to shift that caloric burn into low gear. And what that does is it slows down your metabolism in conjunction with the number of calories that you're taking in. That makes it really difficult to lose weight, guys. When your metabolism is slowing down to accommodate that low calorie count, it's going to be really hard to burn off excess calories, you know, it's, or, or excess fat, I should say. It's going to be very, very difficult to lose weight in that manner because you need a good, powerful, strong metabolism to burn. 
we can help you get there. You know, and Strive is different. We are absolutely going to fuel your body for fat loss, power up your metabolic system and get it burning fat all day, every day, like a machine. So really that's the goal here. All right. Number five, not enough protein. Protein is really important for building and repairing muscle. And protein also will help you feel very full and very satisfied throughout your day. So if you're including a good amount of protein into a healthy diet, it makes it a lot easier to stick to that diet because you're not feeling like you're hungry all the time. You're not feeling unsatisfied. Your belly's not constantly growling. And you're giving yourself the good building block to start building up muscle and, you know, repairing any of any muscle issues. It's very good for your metabolic system, for your muscle tone to be in good shape. So it's important to consider these things. When you are considering any kind of a diet or weight loss program, please make sure that you're looking at something that is going to protect your muscle mass. Very important for keeping your health goals, right? Because lower muscle mass equals higher risk of disease and illness. And very good for keeping your weight loss goals in check. Because again, the more muscle you have, the more fat you're going to burn. Protein is that building block of muscle. So make sure, especially those of you out there who are vegetarians or vegans, make sure that you are getting enough protein. All right, number six, not enough fiber. Fiber will help keep you feel full. It's going to help regulate your digestive system. And when you're not getting enough fiber, it leads to constipation and it leads to bloating. So not enough fiber in your diet you're going to be getting on that scale and you're going to see it going all over the place, bouncing around. That's not because you're gaining fat necessarily. It's because your body is getting bloated. Your body is getting laden down with excess waste that has not passed through your system yet. Fiber keeps everything moving. So make sure that the diet you are intending to follow is including good sources of soluble, soluble being the important word, fiber, so your body can break that down and can use it to do that job of keeping everything moving and regulating the digestive system and helping to keep you very regular. Fiber, good sources of fiber are natural sources like fruits and vegetables. Most of us can get most of the fiber we need if we are eating that healthy, balanced diet. Within Strive, you, of course, are getting a bunch of fruits, vegetables, and of course, also protein like we just talked about. So, um, you know, you're going to be eating a very balanced diet. You're going to be getting all of those essential nutrients. But if you're someone that is not doing the program and you're wondering how to get in more fiber, and maybe you're not the biggest fan of fruits and veggies, and you're going, well, what about all these dietary supplements out there? Fiber in supplement form is okay too. Uh, you will want to look for something as natural as possible. So if it's one of those that you mix in water, just make sure that there's nothing, you know, it, not a lot of excess sugar and things like that in there. Most of them don't, I believe. But, you know, Metamucil, Benefiber, those would be good options. So just try to make sure that you're getting enough. Skipping meals, number seven. Skipping meals can lead to overeating and it can make it a lot harder to stick to your diet plan. So I, of course hear a lot all the time about intermittent fasting. Lots of questions there. Is it okay to skip meals? Is it okay to wait until the end of the day and then you know eat all of my calories in a three or four hour window and then go right back to not eating anything? It's 
if it works for you, I am not going to discourage you from doing something that you think is the answer for your weight loss. I will tell you this. For many of us, skipping meals and intermittent fasting is not a tool that's going to result in a lot of excess fat being shed from our frame. The reason for that is remember that metabolic system we were talking about earlier when we talked about cutting back on your calories. When you are skipping meals, you're essentially denying your metabolic system fuel. So think of it like a fire. When you've got a little campfire and you're trying to build it into a big raging bonfire, the worst thing you can do is deny it the fuel it needs to grow. Your body is not a lot different than that. So if your body is in a state where you've denied, denied, denied for hours on end, what's going to happen is your body is going to be in a metabolic slowdown. There's also a risk in there of your body thinking you're starving. If you go so long without eating, your body can sometimes dip into starvation mode, which isn't what you want. You don't want your body thinking it's in starvation because then you go into a pattern of hyper storage. But intermittent fasting for people who are young, have a really strong metabolism, I have heard it be effective. For people that are, are kind of middle-aged and older, not quite as effective most of the time. And that's due to that natural slowing of the metabolic system that occurs as we age and then further slowing that metabolism down by, you know, decreasing what you're eating to the point that it just can't get the fuel it needs to grow. So that that's my take on skipping meals. That's why we do not recommend it. With InStrive, we will have you eating three full meals a day plus snacks. There is no periods of fasting or starvation on this program. It's very important to give that metabolism the fuel it needs to get stronger and instead of, you know, not giving it enough throughout the day. That type of weight loss, even if it is working, usually is short term. It doesn't work for very long. And then when you do start eating again, you end up gaining back pretty rapidly. So again, the metabolism has gotten smaller. Okay, number eight, not drinking enough water. Water is a big buzz word with um, diet, of course. Most of us know that drinking enough water is really important for staying hydrated, regulating hunger and flushing toxins and fat out of your body as you're losing it. So any diet that you're on, you need to be hydrated. You need to be drinking water if you want it to be effective. When you're not drinking enough water, it's very difficult for your body to shed that excess fat. So what's a good rule on water? If you're not a big water drinker, you can start slow. I would say start aiming for about maybe three 16 ounce bottles or glasses a day to get yourself started. That's a good beginner's goal. Now, if obviously, if you are, you know, someone who is seasoned and enjoys water, you can drink more. You can absolutely drink as much as, you know, you, you would like to. Um, but I do like to make sure people know that to be hydrated and to have that benefit of water flushing the system 48 ounces is probably the minimum. And that, and that is, that's a pretty low amount, but uh, it's doable. So if you're not huge on water, start there. Again, set those attainable goals, right? Don't set unrealistic expectations. If you know you're not going to drink a gallon a day, no way, no how, don't set yourself up for failure. Set a goal that you can reach and do that with everything, including your water intake. Number nine, lack of sleep. This is a big one. 
I think most of us are busy and I think most of us tend to shirk our sleep, right? We, we are busy. We've got a lot going on. At the end of the day, you come home from work and you're trying to do all the things that you can't do at home when you are working, or maybe you have little children you want to spend time with. Maybe it's a matter of getting everybody else taken care of and off to bed before you finally have a little time to yourself to watch TV or read a book. And then it gets later and later. And by the time you go to sleep, you're not getting a lot of good quality rest throughout the night. I would say on average, the people that I talk to, the clients that we have here at InStrive, the average amount of sleep most people are getting throughout the night is going to be somewhere around probably five to six hours. That's the norm. If that's about where you are with your sleep, you're, you're really going to end up being pretty overtired. And what that does is disrupts your hormones that regulate hunger and metabolism. So that can relate in weight gain when you're, when you're tired, when you're not getting that good rest, when your hormones are all over the map and you know, your body is just really kind of going a little bit haywire from an extended period of time without sleeping enough it will do some damage there metabolically. So your, your body will become more prone to gaining weight and less able to shed it. There's been a lot of studies done on this, guys, where they put people on the same diet and one of them is getting enough sleep and one of them is not. And there's a significant difference in how much weight the people who are sleeping seven to eight hours a night are losing versus those who are only sleeping five to six. It truly does change things for you. So if you're able to get to bed earlier, if you're able to get in at least seven hours of sleep a night, that's a really essential step toward burning fat, losing weight and reaching your goal. Okay, number 10, emotional eating. Using food as a way to cope with stress, boredom, uh, anxiety, depression, you name it. We sometimes do that without even knowing we do it. And of course, emotional eating can lead to overeating and it can lead to sabotaging your weight loss goal. I think that where we have to start with this one is childhood, because most of us, when we were kids, probably experienced a time when something, you know, happened that made us upset. We cried or, you know, we had a bad day at school or we fell off our bike or whatever, and your mom or dad would comfort you and then give you a bowl of ice cream or give you a popsicle or pour you a glass of juice or whatever. But we started tying food and a lot of the time sugar with a, a way to feel better when something bad happened. Now, that's the, the tie that goes on with the emotions. The tie that's physiological is that sugar causes your body to release serotonin and dopamine. You physically get a release of your pleasure hormones when you consume something that elevates your blood sugar and insulin rapidly. So your body responds in a very positive way to sugar also. And both you, you and that physiological response in your body can cause that tie to occur that when something is going wrong, when you're upset, when you're stressed out, when you've had a bad day at work or you're angry or whatever, the go-to solution is to eat something and many times it's something sweet. I know not everyone can relate to emotional eating. It is more prevalent than a lot of people believe it to be. And chances are good if you really kind of examined your patterns, you might find that at least to some extent you have a little bit of that in there. 
you might not be someone that runs to food, um, you know, the, the minute something bad occurs, but you probably will find some patterns like celebrating with food, right? We do that too. Think about holidays, think about birthdays, get togethers, boy, you eat until you can't anymore, things like that. That is still emotional eating. That is still eating in a way that is celebrating a happy time by over-consuming. So you probably see the where I'm going with this. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be a good thing, but regardless of where that fits, where you are using food kind of as a as a coping mechanism or as a celebratory, you know, vehicle, that's still going to be a tie that is difficult to break and can cause you trouble with maintaining your weight. If every single time there's a party or a get together or it's Christmas season or whatever, you know, you're going to go off the rails. That's not a healthy pattern. So it would be much healthier to go, okay, I know today's going to be a really big day as far as foods go. And I really like everything that's going to be there. And I might drink some alcohol or whatever, but you can set limits. You can allow yourself to have some of those things without overdoing it. That in essence is what maintenance will become on InStrive. You are not living on a diet. We don't want you to live on a diet. That is no way to live, to be focused on every last little thing you ever put in your mouth all the time and to feel deprived. Like you could never have some of those things that you enjoy that you know are foods that will eventually cause a weight gain response if you overdo them. So the key here is to learn not how to completely avoid pizza and birthday cake for the rest of your life. The goal is to find that healthy balance where you know you can still have those things in moderation without seeing your scale climbing again. And we'll get you there. And Strive is really, really committed to making sure you don't just lose this weight, but you keep it off for life. All right, guys, that was, again, the top 10 ways and reasons your diet is not working for you and what to do about it. I am Diane, and this is the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast. Please find us on TikTok, find us on Instagram, find us on our website, which is InStriveFatLoss.com. We would love to set you up for a free no-obligation consultation with one of our specialists, and please join us next week for yet another episode of the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next Wednesday.